0: So, allow us to go back into the archives, or maybe you want to do that instead. Fast lane, Ed Lane, wherever you listen to podcasts, once we are done with the fast lane, or just go back and listen to a segment or two ago, if that's your preferred route. Because, of course, we keep receipts. And guess what? We keep receipts. Darn right we do, as Coach Prime would like to remind us. Because Shannon has chimed in on the Liberty victory last night and their victory against Jacksonville State. My thoughts precisely. That the win shows that Liberty blasted through the trap at Jacksonville State and dominated. But, Ed, no one is mentioning, and I mean no one that I correspond with, the strength of the offensive and the defensive lines. That's the strength of this team. Well, I guess one person you correspond with, or two, since Trey and I would count as two separate people, we've mentioned it the entire time. Because for Liberty, that's what they were able to do so much is swarm on the offensive line and the defensive side. Offensively, obviously, Quentin Cooley, with his dominating performance, just kind of speaks for itself, but it's not just the offensive line. And the offensive line opened a lot of holes for Liberty. The broadcast crew last night did a great job highlighting that on the TV broadcast. The fact that Liberty's size on the offensive line is such an advantage, and that will only continue to get better relative to Conference USA. The yeah. fact that Liberty can identify talent. Uh, it's not gonna be Notre Dame, Ohio State, uh you know w- well regarded if, offensive lines.
1: Let's put it this way. If you thought of teams that were I don't want to say built on physicality, but would have really good offensive lines that were in Cusa. UAB I would put there, they had re- they were really good on the lines, UTSA were really good there. You know, where where they have a reach of good recruits, i.e. Texas, Alabama, that area you, who else? FAU to some degree, um, they all left, and so I think you're going to see a lot more finesse in CUSA than you are going to see physicality. And that's just because of the style of offense and the type of recruit that you see it. Look at the, you know the top teams in CUSA, you know outside of UTSA and UAB was you know Western, who runs a lot of spread, a lot of spread at middle. Um, you know, a lot of tempo with Jacksonville State. Um, you know, despite the fact I don't like up Brad Cornelison offense, it is spread concepts. You know, I, I don't think you're going to see kind of the, you know, and, and Jamie Chadwell's offense is very unique. It's like one of the only places in the country that runs it. Army is now starting to run similar concepts where it's it's essentially the spread offense and the triple op- option had a baby, and it's the modern triple option, and it's a really effective offense because it allows you to get a bigger offensive lineman but use triple concepts but also have a very effective and efficient, keyword is efficient, passing game.
0: Yeah, you're not going to throw the ball 25 to 30 times regularly. Or let me rephrase it. It's not going to be the bread and butter of what you do offensively. But you're not going to be like Georgia Tech back in the day or, heck, the military academies right now where you throw the ball like, under ten times a it's game. It's
1: gonna be kind of similar to a Wake Forest offense. Like they're not gonna run the 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 mesh like the slow mesh, but Wake was a very efficient passing game and a very effective run game. And I think I think I could see that. Like like wouldn't Jamie and I'm not trying to give a guy another job when he's already here. But like Dave Clawson has been linked to a lot of jobs. Uh, let's say Dave Clawson leaves. I think Jamie Chadwell could fit right in with that's the, the skill players that are already at week force with this offense like it was kind of a really good fit getting jamie chadwell after you had hugh freeze and whatever was left here and what he got in the portal like they could it could easily mold the type of players like like kate and salter fit what jamie chadwell wanted to run
0: yes he does he fits very well Um, I think the access to talent at Liberty, the facilities, the NIL money relative to their conference, and heck, relative to a lot of Group of Five programs. They have the
1: best coach and the best resources in the conference.
0: I, I maintain this with Hugh Freeze, and I will say it's probably fairly similar to Jamie Chadwell. I think there's a day that comes where a guy like that can leave probably less obviously likely than Hugh Freeze because Hugh Freeze was an SEC guy through and through, wanted to get back. And you could tell how grateful he always sounded when he got to go to Ole Miss. Chad would more selective. Arkansas. That's already proven. Well, more selective in the sense that it's not, he wants to get back to the SEC, but there weren't a lot of jobs that Freeze would take. I don't think he would have taken South Carolina or Arkansas or any of those jobs. From what I gathered, Auburn's on the list. Tennessee was on the list. Alabama was high in that consideration. Resources. High resource SEC. Could win job. a national championship. Like, it's different though. For Chadwell, it may be a high resource job, and he can afford to be picky because Liberty has all the resources. So you will have them, you'll be at a spot where you can win. And if you don't get to a New Year six bowl game all the time because you're in one of the weaker group of five conferences, you it's not going to be viewed as the coach's fault. It's going to be more circumstantial. Like, that's a big difference between Jamie Chowbaugh at Liberty, fans potentially getting restless with him down the road. I know, you know, we should all be so fortunate to be restless when coaches could win 10 games a year and it's not enough. Um, Ohio State fits that description. I don't know who else is in that boat right now. But you look at most of those programs, and that's the truth about it, is that what they're looking for is, in fact, that. Now, what you find with Liberty is, Jamie Chadwell could leave, but he could be very selective about where he, he leaves because of that.
1: Spoiler alert, folks. He wants to go a job in the South. His wife said he doesn't want to leave the South. Like, he, here's the kind of jobs that I think Jamie Chadwell would, <laughs> would go to. Like, I wouldn't be shocked he takes. Because I think he wants a job where he can meet expectations long-term and have have time. Like, i.e. a Mark Stoops at Kentucky. Like, would I I would not be shocked if Jamie Chadwell took like I would not be shocked if Mark Stoops went to Michigan State and that Jamie Chadwell would be on the list for Kentucky or if Mike Elk like this Michigan State job opening up could offer an avenue and I'm not trying to I don't think Jamie Chadwell is leaving after one year that makes no sense for him and the type of person he is um but I mean if you go 10-0 and or 12-0 and and win the win the conference your first year it's like what else do I do? I, I, I
0: get that, but here's where I'll interject. I don't think he would go to Kentucky if they opened up because Stoops left for Michigan State. I don't think he would go to Michigan State. No, I don't those, think it's
1: Duke. I would say Duke, or Duke. if Elko left. I don't left. think
0: he would even go to Duke because it's got to have the combination of passionate fans toward the sport, the financial resources hey, do, Kentucky has some passionate to the fans now. To but, the point, but to the point where they're irrational and they won't give a coach time and realize that their ceiling is what it is. Michigan State wants to be on the same level as Michigan, Ohio State, USC, and Penn State, and they're just not there as a program, and it's really hard to get to that level. Kentucky wants to get to that level, and Bud Elliott of CBSSports.com has done a great job explaining this, which is, it's hard to go to boosters, the big ego, the BHAG people, the big carry Audacious goal people, and tell them, yeah, this is kind of what our ceiling realistically is as a program, Mm -hmm. that we're not at that level. You're not putting Kentucky in Miami, Florida or Baton Rouge, Louisiana or, or, heck, North Carolina or Virginia where there's greater access to talent. It's harder to get to those areas than it is before. They don't have the cachet of a place like Tennessee, which, okay, Knoxville and Tennessee may not be the most fertile recruiting state, but they border up to Alabama Florida is not far away. Georgia and North Carolina and Virginia, all of which do have access to talent. And they have tapped into those spots. So it is much different for those type of programs than it is for there. So again, I, Jamie Chowell could leave. And I could easily see a scenario where he leaves. But he can afford to be really picky because of what Liberty has. And that's where you can enjoy a guy like this as long as you can at Liberty.
1: Ed, let's put our chin-fo hats on. Would he leave for Virginia if it opens up? No. Okay, I agree, but I'm just saying he wouldn't have to move. He wouldn't uh, barely have to move. He would have to move up by about an hour, hour. but, it, but I, conveniently, well, Trey, hey, he could have bought a house in Charlottesville, saying, "Hey, you know, I just I'll bank on getting this job." No, I'm just kidding. I
0: mean, heck, he could drive up there to field uh, calls from universities who fly into show the Charlottesville Regional Airport because yeah. they don't want to fly ROA because that's in the same market as Lynchburg, and people could find it's out. It's fun you're coming putting
1: the theory head on. No, I, I think I, I disagree with you about Kentucky. Because they can instantly just double his salary, and it's hard to say no to eight million dollars. And I think he could win there with his system and the type of players he could recruit. And it's an SEC job, um, so.
0: But do competitive people just want to take the checks to take the losses? Some people no, will because yeah, but it's the only for opportunity.
1: Kentucky, Kentucky, it's different. It's they're they're st- they're like a they're like the you know. They're not going to be the high end team, but they can still go eight and four. But,
0: but, but, but why take that? Hugh Freeze had those offers for years, Trey. Yeah, he, but, had, yeah, he had them that, every year. Uh, Hugh hold, Freeze hold on, is hold on, different. Hold up, hold hold oh, no, no, no. Hold, let me get my point out. Hugh Freeze had those offers for years. He could afford to wait until a better offer opened up because he knew his fallback option of being at Liberty was being in a place which would always have the resources, always give him everything he needed to succeed. So he continued to keep his name out there by having success. And by the way, when you have more success again and again and continue to show what you can do and upgrade your roster and upgrade the quality of teams that you can beat, you become more attractive to the bigger teams because you show you have the blueprint to be able to do that. And that's where a guy like Jamie Chabot could do I'll throw this example out there. You mentioned Kentucky. Why the heck would you go there when they're disgruntled? When you could go an hour and a half to two hours south of Lynchburg, Virginia, for a job that's probably going to open up in another year or two, a program that is easily coveted. South by, Carolina? Nope. Too far south. North Carolina? Yep. That's- they recruited a top 10 level with Mac Brown. If they retire. have great talent access. They could. They are a flagship program in their state. And... So- They would be coveted in the Big Ten or the SEC, and they're a huge brand. Like that's the type of upside. The problem is
1: you're missing a big difference between Hugh Freeze and Jamie Chadwell. Hugh Freeze gets to say, "Hey, folks, I beat Nick Saban twice," and that's a big reason why Auburn hired him is because, you know, no offense to Jamie Chadwell, but like job description line number one is the Auburn head coaches. you have to beat Nick Saban and Hugh Freeze has beaten Nick Saban. His experience in the SEC and that's a big reason what's held Jamie Chadwell back in terms of and I really like Jamie Chadwell. I thought that's who George's Tech, Tech should hire. I think this is a really good hire by Liberty. I think the fact that he's there I think Liberty can really run Conference USA and I again I'm trying to state here clearly I am not trying to like upset Liberty fans and say like lose your coach after one year like that's not fair, but <coughs> like Nick Castellanos just did a home run by the way one uh, one in the in, in L D S sorry I'm, uh, that was for you Ed uh, well that's fine keep it on point though because we're uh, tight on time I know I know but my point saying is that Hugh Freeze could bank on the fact that he beat Nick Saban his time at Ole Miss uh, Jamie Chapple doesn't have that but I do you know what I didn't think about North Carolina. But that's the job. Yeah, I like that but, one. But, but, but I so like the, that but, one a lot. But to the
0: point of that, as we wrap up the fast lane today, and we are way overdue to get more of your feedback, you don't have to go to a place like Kentucky where fans have this delusion that Mark Stoops, who has made them way more relevant than they've ever been and has gotten them to heights that they probably can't replicate. Had the best
1: contract in college and football. Had the best contract
0: point. in college football. They don't. They're not satisfied with him. Virginia was that way with George Walsh for a while now. Granted, college football has changed, unlike Kentucky where it's changed and they've also changed their expectations. George Walsh was in a different era, much like Frank Beamer's approach was a different era than what it is now. A lot of those concepts are non-transferable to this particular day and age.
1: He's going to Clemson. I'm just Cle- kidding. B- but
0: no! No, but, but I'll throw that out there, Trey! He wouldn't.
1: He but, wouldn't go to-
0: he, no, but, but here's the thing. If Dabo gets upset, leaves... And for all Alabama of sudden, when Nick Saban well, retires or, this year. Or Dabo just retires. He can hang out at Liberty while the guy who succeeds Dabo fails and then take the job. Those are all possibilities. More on that tomorrow in the Fast Lane.